Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, episode 27, How to Start a Business, with your host, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario, along with Frank. Welcome. So today we're going to learn, apparently, how to start a business. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely want to take notes here because it's going to be a very informative and, of course, a powerful session. Yeah, and this is something that hopefully motivates people into either entrepreneurship or, hey, I want to take control of my own destiny. Um, Or this is good for you to understand business structures in general. So even if you're, you know, an employee trying to get to that C-level job, right, CEO, CFO, COOs, those kind of things, um, it's good for you to know how businesses are structured and how they're developed. And if by chance you're thinking, well, this is no time to start a business and that sort of thing because COVID, this and that, oh, lay all those excuses aside. Mm -hmm. There is history, my friends, Yes, that many of the Fortune 100s that stand today were created during the Depression. Depression Hello. (laughs) So full disclaimer, um, before we get started, none of us in here are actual business owners. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) We're all multiple. All three of us are uh, business owners and... uh, uh, a couple of us t- together and some and all of us individually. I think that's important to state because in some cases you get advice from people. Uh, and what I mean by that is sometimes people with four marriages want to give you relationship advice. And that's yeah. just like, am I really getting it from the right source? So, people with book knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, so you're in the right place. Uh, so here we go. How to start your own business. Frank, take it away. What do we got over here? How do we start a business, brother? The first thing you got to do is believe in yourself. What are you good at and what do you want to do? Because the business is something that you want to work on every day. Um, So if you're going to start a business just because you believe it's the most profitable thing, but you know nothing about it, are not interested, have no passion or or belief in it's going to fail. Um, you want to start something that you yourself are very motivated to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, so once you have that, that's the first step in, in entrepreneurship. That's the first step in you know starting a business. Yeah, I think mindset is extremely important. Yeah. You know, knowing in which direction you want your life to go. Because essentially you marry your business. Yeah. <laughs> exactly you know, right. Especially in these days, many folks who are entrepreneurs or business owners, even at the corporate level, they're doing business from their homes Mm -hmm. in this environment. So that's a major consideration. Yeah. And then once, you know, once you have that, then it all comes down to, you know, the the next level. And this is where people get stuck. Well, I'm going to plan this out. No, 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 no. Business is all about taking action. And, and you always have to be taking action, even if that means you're researching something. OK, but there has to be some sort of action plan behind that. You just can't research how to do a business or what you're going to do for a business forever because it, it'll pass by um, something else. Don't. And I this is kind of counterintuitive and I know it's going to be a very radical. Um, but business is not done in schools. Business mm-hmm. is not done in those things because by you can go to school for a business degree. By the time you're with that degree, the industry has completely changed. The books mm-hmm. you're learning have already been written by people out in the industry making those moves that are actually doing it. Yes. So being in the business world is a field job. You have to be out there. It's good for you to constantly learn and those kind of things. Hey, I want to go to school for business. Great. Support it all the way. 
make sure you're also taking advantage of, hey, I'm working in that industry. I'm learning in that industry. I have mentorship in that industry. Um, so it's not just some cookie cutter general information being fed to you. Yeah. And no, along with what you said already, you have to have knowledge about the industry you're going to go into. Mm-hmm. So obviously planning and, and doing market research on, you know, you're not going to put a McDonald's right next door to a McDonald's, right? If- <laughs> well, they won't let you. Exactly. <laughs> this episode not sponsored by McDonald's. Um, but at the same time, you want to know something you're in. And what Frank said is really important. Are you getting into the business because it's financially a financial successful thing that you can see the easy money or are you getting into it because you're passionate about it? No judgment and, and, and there's nothing wrong with doing either one, but you'll notice that if it's something you're passionate about or something that feels like it's your purpose, it's going to come a lot easier to you and it won't feel like as much work than you just getting into something because you see the numbers. Especially when you wake up in the morning. If, right. it, if you're passionate about it, it's yeah. no longer a job. Yeah. It's no longer a business. It's your calling. And that's the yeah. way I look at it. Whether it's a product or a service. And that that's actually one of the first decisions that you need to make. You know, Are you going to get involved with a product that's already existing? Is it going to be uh, you know, direct sales? What, whatever it's going to be, you need to do your homework. Yeah. I like to say a saying, usually it's uh, what fulfills your pockets won't fulfill your heart. Uh, so the money will be good. And, and you know, let's say you, you, do, you do the thing, you start the business, the money's good. After a while, that success <laughs> won't matter anymore because this is like, is this, you know, the little scarf is, is this what it's all about? Yeah. Because you're, you're not passionate about it. It's just you're doing what you're doing and the success is there and, and now you're bored. And now it's like, well, what else can I do? Absolutely. I've seen many individuals and Frank, you, you, I know that you have. Uh, that that marry their product and they think it's the best product in the world and yet there's no need for it. Yeah, they have not done the research about target market. What is the need? What are the expectations? And that comes to bite you in the wallet. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Your your bank account to suffer because it becomes a bleeding, uh, you know, business. It, it 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 goes in the red and then it's dead. And so you have to do your research and take a look at you know. What is the product market? Uh, what is what is your competition? What, who are your competitors yeah. out there? That's an extremely important question. And and can you joint venture with others? Is this something that you can share with others to have a wider distribution? Because let me tell you, the logistics is as important as the product itself. Correct. Yeah. And so now, now that you've made those decisions, are you going to work on this yourself or partner up with somebody? That would be the next step, right? Um, I always encourage people to have the first business be on their own. So you can learn the business way. Um, if you start with a partnership, uh, and there's nothing wrong with a partnership, but when you get to a partnership level, you want to make sure that it's somebody you can work with, somebody you can have fun with, somebody you can spend all day with, somebody that has the same vision as you, even if it's different, right? Hey, I they can be very um book smart and they can be very financially driven and then you could be very street smart and sales driven but if you both have the same vision for the company both of those things will link up and push the cart forward um if one person is well i want to develop you know i i want to do cupcakes and i want to go wholesale well i want to do cupcakes and i want to go retail i never want to have to deal with business to business ventures that's going to hinder so you need to make sure that you both are speaking the same language and have the same vision and drive with that i know some very successful cupcake makers let me tell you (laughs) oh so there's no such thing as a bad business idea 
There, mm-hmm. there isn't. It's just poor execution of that business plan. Because we, you can sit there and Google million dollar cupcake makers and billion dollar accounting firms and and billion dollar you know internet companies and billion dollar shoemakers. Like there's a billion dollar monster in every industry. Absolutely. Um, it's all about their execution. So their daily habits and how hard they've executed and how accurately they've executed on that business plan. That's all it is. Uh, self-discipline. Make sure you're constantly execution and you're open for growth. It keeps the success in any business. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think uh, especially since it's, it's came up, <laughs> having a business partner is uh, just as important as picking out your romantic relationship partner. Oh, oh it's yeah. definitely because marriage. <laughs> you are having a baby with someone. Yes. <laughs> indefinitely because your business is your baby. Absolutely. And so it, you have to really think about it in the same way. Is this someone I want to spend the rest of my life with? Because once the business takes off and the success is there and visible, do you think someone's going to walk away and want to be bought out? Especially if you're really rocking it? Absolutely not. Correct. <laughs> and they're going to want their half. <laughs> that, act- that conversation actually has to happen before you start the engagement, yeah. if you will. Uh, otherwise, there will be conflicts along the way. I, when I was uh, practicing law, uh, you know, I'm a recovering attorney. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> this, is, this is career mention number one of seventy-five for Doctor Mario. Just in case, he when did, I was he does practicing things. business law uh, and actually teaching it as well, I would share with uh, the new prospective business owner. Uh, that as part of their strategy, they needed to consider what is their exit strategy. Are you going to sell it? Are you going to will it? And if you're going to have a business partner, that conversation needs to happen before you start the engagement. There's no doubt about it. Because once you're in it, uh, it gets a little bit more challenging to make any shifts. Yeah, and then there's certain things that you might be going to school for. Hey, I I, I want to be a lawyer, okay? But do you also want to own your own law firm? Because those are two different ballgames. You mm-hmm. can be an attorney for someone or you can open up your own practice. Very true. Uh, same thing with accountants. Hey, I, I want to open up my own firm or hey, I just want to be a corporate accountant somewhere. Uh, doctors, hey, I want to work for a giant hospital and not have to worry about it or no, I want to open up my own you know practice. Um, so... There's a lot of things, right? It's software developers. Hey, I want to join one of the big boys or no. Hey, I want to go compete against, you know, the Amazons and the Microsoft of the world. Those are two different things. I agree with you um, 100%. As an attorney and as a business executive coach, we've seen the fact that you're a great subject matter expert as a doctor. The best attorney in the world does not necessarily translate over into yeah. being a business owner. Correct. Same thing. <laughs> chef. Hey, I went to culinary school. I'm an amazing chef, but do you want to open up your own restaurant? And if so, do you want to open up chains and franchises? Right. Um, so yeah, that those are two different worlds that you're going to be living in. So. And it requires a different mindset as well. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> this could be a potentially multi-layered podcast uh, <laughs> with other mini episodes, but overall big picture, this is the direction we want to go in. But uh, just before we shift on to the next phase, um, Especially when you mentioned chefs, chefs uh, and other forms of creatives, photographers, things of that nature. It's a separate part of the business is the doing and then the actual business part of it. So you can be a great photographer. You can be a great videographer. You can be great. I mean, for instance, even a musician. But if you think about it, the music business side or the um, the part where you have to schedule your photo shoots and other things like that, because as fantastic as you are, as great as your equipment is and, 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 and your magic, uh, editing these photos doesn't resonate, doesn't translate. It means nothing about actually running a business. 
and taking advice from the two people that I believe you should have in your back pocket as a business owner. One is a guy like Frank, right? Your accountant. Damn right. And the other guy is a good attorney in, yeah. in your in your jurisdiction. Yeah. It's extremely important to get that advice yeah. up front. I would rather see you as an executive coach, and if you're my client, I would rather see you invest in those two individuals to have these conversations before you engage in the actual business than to find out once you're already down that road the different potholes that you oh, step yeah. into yep. if you don't have an accountant and an attorney. So to sum up that on your sen- staff. So to sum up that <laughs> sentence is have an attorney, have your legal on point and have your taxes on point. Absolutely. Because one, you might need them for both. <laughs> you might need them both at the same time, but ultimately there's nothing worse than Florida tax revenue tax. What's that? Tax what on, is on all your items sold for the whole year and you didn't know? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not speaking from experience. Of course not. Because that didn't happen to me. Because <laughs> you had him for business. And, so I, and I called and he's like, that's not applicable to you. And I'm like, well, what if I would have paid? He's like, oh, they would have cashed it. They would have cashed and and they then, kept it. And then you would have had to write them, write some letters and do some things to get your money back. But they would take your money. No you doubt. Don't, long story short, you don't want to learn lessons that are going to cost you legally something in the form of lost business, lost yeah. money, or fighting to get your money for a service already rendered Yeah. on the, on the legal end or a lawsuit, obviously. Uh, guys, I mean, if you think about it, the smallest things can get you caught up. I, I've seen cases working with with Dr. Mario, one one small image from stock photography that belonged to someone else, and your business is rocking. That's a big lawsuit for utilizing just one picture that didn't belong to you. Copyright violation is a yeah. So costly. and then and then on the opposite end, um, when it comes down to taxes, <laughs> yeah, learning to pay in arrears is a pain in arrears. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that is the most important thing in business. You're, you're you're better off going slow with some of this stuff. The slower you go, the more patient you are, the faster you'll get to where you want. And that I know that doesn't make sense, but it does. I'll give you an example. <laughs> a one degree shift at the beginning of your business will dictate how you end up going. So, Just coming off the Olympics gives me the visual. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, it's a marathon. So, it's not a sprint, folks. So the first thing you want to do is what type of business you're doing. Well, Frank, how do and that's the number one answer, the number one question we get. Well, what type of business should I open up? Whoa, 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 slow down. Couple of questions you need to ask yourself, right? And and this is the point where you pull over, open up your phone, take notes, or you can uh, you know, jot these down. The first thing is flexibility, right? You want to identify how much flexibility you want the business to have in its ownership structure hey i want to be able to bring in partners in and out i want uh, we're up for sale we're gonna do shares um hey no 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 this is mine and mine alone so that's going to be a big thing um the second thing you need to think about is liability what are the potential hazards in which the business will live in um so if it's you know if you're constantly doing stuff at people's houses right um you might want to have great general liability insurance insurance is a big game um hey you you're going into the accounting profession. Well, it's minimal insurance, errors and omissions, and that's about it. Um, so the liability, hey, you're giving out consumer goods, which people eat. Okay, you might want to have a different structure there, right? You, um, so thing like that. Uh, complexity of the business. How complex do you want the business to be? Do you want it just to be local, statewide? Do you want it to be nationwide? And that's going to bring on different challenges. Um, taxes, right? Consider what taxes you're going to be living in. 
And and whether that means, hey, we're going to pay a lot in taxes, we want to pay minimal tax, uh, you know, so those kind of things, whether we're profitable or not. Yeah, because uh, some people have city, municipal, county, correct, state, correct. federal, oh, yeah. and, and, and the type of the business, <laughs> yeah, and the type of business you have will affect all those things. Yes. And we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, control, determine the amount of control you want over the business, right? So, hey, I want full control over this business, nobody else. No, I'm willing to give it out to shareholders and then have people tell me, you know, their portion of the business and have input. Uh, and then last but not least, capital investment. How much money? Do you have to start up this business? Hey, I have zero money. And you can start a business with zero money. True story. Right? Hey, I have zero money. Then that's going to influence how you take your first step and in which direction. So, yeah. no, I have a lot of money and I can do a large capital injection. Okay, then that's a different type of business and you need to have certain protections for that money put in place. You said a lot of great things there, Frank. And so I'm hoping that our listeners are taking notes because you're dropping gold out there. Oh, my Lord. And, and they're not even having to pay for it, right? So it's a good thing. It's freedom, uh, free advice. What I love about what you shared just now is two things. Minimize risk, minimize liability. Yeah. Correct. And, and, and insurance, you need to know that there are some professions where you're required, required yeah. to have yeah. insurance. If you're going to have a facility... Uh, and you're going to lease, you need to be smart yeah. and have insurance and keep it up to date, even when times are difficult. How many of your clients or friends or family, the stories where the, you know, accidents happen, oh, yeah. uh, you know, fires, uh, hurricanes, if you're living in, in the Miami area, if you're living in the West Coast, and there's some other things that can happen, natural disasters are typically unavoidable and you need to have insurance, professional insurance. I know as an attorney, you have to have that liability, errors and emissions insurance, all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. And, and make sure you check it state by state. And uh, along with that, downloading legal forms from the internet is a great start. <laughs> <laughs> and we get it if you're starting from the bottom and, and maybe you don't have the, even the resources and, and the credit cards are maxed or whatever, you know, still... Get the resources you can, but have someone else look at them, right? It doesn't have, substitute getting the legal have, advice having or an, the Having an attorney yeah. draft something might cost you more. Having them review would probably cost less, but there are some great things. Look for local assistance. Look for associations, things of that nature. Chambers of Commerce. Chambers of Commerce. But if there's a, an association for whatever organization you're in, if it's Ant Farms, I don't know. Start there. Look yeah. there because they could probably have some really great forms to, to start your business with. That can Again, you still want to look that because things can vary state to state, but... That's a good, but don't just assume because okay, here's here's a contract for this, and I'm going to use it because you don't want to find those loopholes because legally someone else is getting paid to look and, for them, and it's not that expensive once you get to that. So so you'd be surprised. So I'll, I'll give you guys a couple of hints. So uh, applying federally, right? Because that's the first step. Um, IRS is free, so if you need to, if you really need help and got to pay someone. Uh, 150 bucks max right mm -hmm. um if you're listening to this and you're thinking about opening up a business we do it for free you know reach out Who, to us who's we uh and for business solutions <laughs> and just mention the podcast and we'll make sure it's, it's free and for a hashtag lincoln bio um incorporating <laughs> with a state uh on average states charge about 130 140 dollars and that's on the high end um, right. so so far you're 130 bucks in uh open up a bank account any bank 
minimum requirement is a hundred bucks. The maximum requirement. I'm sorry. So you can open up a bank account on days, a business bank account with ten bucks, but even online, you know, yeah, even online, a ten dollar, uh, you know, hundred bucks. Um, hey, I want to be a credible uh, open, you know, an online domain. It's twenty five yeah. bucks. So so far again, you're not you're not that far in. Uh, hey, I want to make sure that I'm taking serious and I look as professional as possible. Next step, logo and design, yep. three hundred bucks maybe. Yeah, right on the high, less, and that's to get something less. really. That's, that's getting somebody local, right? But yeah. If you go to, again, Fiverr, f i v e r r dot com. I mean, we, we it's yeah. just a we great use it all the time. Fiverr, Fiverr, they're Fiverr. not sponsors, but they can if they want to be. <laughs> um, Fiverr for your logos and yes. tons of other things as well. Logos, letterhead, videos, mm-hmm. graphics, uh, uh, brochures. They do it all because um, it's a it's a chain of people that do things. Uh, also, website like we've I think we've mentioned it before. We yes. use Wix dot com. You don't need to hire a web developer. It's all drag and drop. And you even if no you coding. do a, a, a web developer for a one page or something that looks yeah, very professional, exactly. five hundred to seven hundred bucks. Again, a landing page. A landing page, right? And that's off. if you don't yes. know how to do it you don't want to you're going to get somebody to do it if you do these things yourself you're saving all this money um business cards printed design on the high end 200 bucks 250 for for a thousand let's stop and talk about this for one second because i've met a lot of people uh in our coaching office that are at the we have brochures and business cards phase and are waiting on the website or wait or the opposite they're waiting for the cards don't wait for any of that here's the best here's the best information the best advice i got on that stuff your website your business card all that your website is your business card it's nothing but a digital business card it's only that's all it is since you're unknown right because this is a new business Mm -hmm. nobody knows you you're not coming out on page one of the uh, of the google search or the go search or the whatever you're not at the top of the page so someone looking for you someone going to your website is going is going to be there cuz they're checking you out correct so for your personal uh, aspect of you want you want the uh, to seem like you're established so you want the website nice placeholder i agreed but no one is really going to be going there they're only going to go there to validate you to see when you're active correct and once you do that update it every once in a while it's not going to make the sale. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're just going <laughs> yeah. there. Okay, they're active. They might even go to social media. Okay, they have a post from a couple of weeks ago and a couple of posts before that. Mm-hmm. But because don't get me wrong, I, and I do it too, and that's why I say it. If I go in there and I see like, at the bottom of the page, copyright 2016, you guys haven't updated your page. Uh, uh, going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, but ultimately... And then lastly, and you don't need to spend your time there. Don't waste your time on business cards, websites, get it in place, but move on. And yeah, but even if you, even if you do, yeah, take action, keep going, keep selling, give your number out, those kind of things. But Hey, I really want to go all out. And then lastly, you know, some sort of uniform with stitching 200, 250 for several shirts and hats. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're under two grand. You're, you're at a thousand eight, a thousand nine, and you look and have the feel of a professional business that's been around for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing missing from that list is rent. And honestly, you can find cheap rent even if, in Miami. If you just got to find it and you got to put in some work on it, right? You're not going right. to, you know, but aside from that, that's it. So really, you you don't need much. Uh, it, it, we spend more in a month on on phones, shoes, going out, dinners. Right. It, with a little bit of self-discipline and control and even saving money, you can have everything you need for a startup and then some for under for, for what you're spending on other things especially well, I like that phrase that you don't need much because you get this mentality especially even when you're succeeding that you need the latest and the greatest so you know keep in mind you don't need the new iMac because that would help process the videos so much faster or you don't need new toys just make sure you can do the business 
Correct. Have your business make you money before you go wasting money. Don't put yourself in debt for new software and new things that you don't need unless it's going to do something amazing like cut your time in half. Exactly. And you have the demand. Something can cut your time in half, but if no one's knocking at your door, who cares? You uh, theoretically can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, and that, okay, so now now, now, now you guys got me heated. Okay. <laughs> the biggest mistake. Okay, so I Sorry. started a business. The you air start- conditioner's broken. That's, that's, that's what that is. Um, you started the business, you actually got a name, you got it incorporated, you you did all these things, and then the number one mistake we see, you go start doing the happy hours oh, and yeah. the networking events, and then you want to over-promote. No, no, no. Keep it basic. If you're, not, <laughs> if you're not targeting your clients, you'll get more by knocking on doors than you will at any happy hour or networking event. Yeah. I see it all the time, right? People and, and, and certain industries more than others. They get it. They put their face all over the place. They want to advertise and they want to do all this crazy stuff. And that's just flying by people's heads. Like nobody's paying attention to any of that. Yeah. Right. You want to get a good referral-based business where you wake up in the morning and there's constant people trying to get a hold of you. You keep it low-key. You keep it private. You make sure that you have the right clientele. Um, that's going to be something that's going to further along. Like yeah. Think about the people you refer. They're not constantly bombarding everybody with commercials. Exactly. They're keeping it very private and intimate. Because yeah. they've, uh, they've established rapport. They know who yeah. you are. They trust you. Yeah. And yeah, so again, good, great point. You know, spend your money wisely, especially when you're going out there marketing. And, uh, and, and don't cheat yourself out of your own money. Don't go oh, out and th- don't go to dinner. And like Frank said, and uh, say, hey, this is the name of my business. It's official. We talked about business. I can, I can expense it on the company card. <laughs> pay <laughs> yourself first. Don't this, cheat yourself out of your is, own money. Yes. <laughs> pay yourself first. This is key. So many entrepreneurs, they're three, four, five years in the business. They've not taken a salary. They've not taken a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good strategy. Pay yourself first. You yeah, that, that's another. That's the second mistake we see a lot. Um, well, I, I need to be more of a, what is it, a owner-operator. I need to be more of an owner. No, no, no. What's wrong with being self-employed? Mm-hmm. Work hard and get the salary you want. Hey, for me to have my lifestyle, I need to make hundred grand. Yeah. Okay, so get your hundred grand. Once you have that steady income of a hundred thousand dollars and whatever's on top, then that can go towards the business. Uh, you know, so hey, I'm at a hundred grand. That's my salary. Okay, year two, year three, year four, whatever you're down the line, you finally hit your hundred grand. Okay, cool. Now we're at 120. Okay, so put the 20 back into the business. Save it. Put it back into the business, you know, so and keep growing that way. There's nothing wrong with being self-employed, right? There's 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 attorneys that sit in an office by themselves all day. That's self-employed, you know, same thing, Absolutely. right? Accountants that do it, that's fine. Plumbers, electricians, handymans, doctors that are self-employed. There's nothing wrong with that. And you got to have fun. Starting a business is all about you. Perhaps you were working for the man, you were working for someone else, and you decided, hey, I want free. Freedom. Well, guess what? Freedom is all about passion. It's all about enjoyment. It's all about having healthy boundaries, being able to enjoy your kids, your family, your friends, whatever your family circle looks like. In order to do that, you've got to plan for it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then lastly, once you're at that stage, then you're ready to get into the difficult stuff. So, but that's really how you start a business. Those, those, those ideas. Um, and then eventually you can move on into the hard stuff of, you know, Hey, what should I be an LLC an S corp, a C corp, those kind of things. Um, and those are business structures and, and those are things that come 
later on and if you have proper mentorship if you have the right people around you a good yeah. accountant good attorneys uh good mentor that's done yeah, it before it, exactly they'll help you that's with that's huge if someone else is doing it i haven't yet to meet anyone that i've asked questions about in any industry that i'm in that they were like no 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 it's my secret sauce sure they don't probably tell me every single thing but for the most part most of the people i've been around in any of my businesses have been more than willing to willing assist to help in the process absolutely right and, and i know from previous conversations with frank you've had other people same thing offer you to get into their business because of how well you've handled their things so it's just yeah it's a good thing finding a great community finding uh mentors and, and people that can help you along the way is easy but you have to ask they're not just going to come out yeah, all entrepreneurs know the information is free. Everybody has access to the information. And entrepreneurs nowadays know that you can YouTube anything. So it's out there already. <laughs> That's it is. right. I can Google how to open up a business. I don't need an accountant. Yeah. But yeah. Small why? Business Administration has a website, IRS. Yep. You can call the state of Florida, walk me through how to incorporate. And they'll do yes. it for you for free. Um, so it, it, the resources are out there with Real entrepreneurs know and what successful business owners know, it, it, it's execution. I can tell this person how to do this all day. And that, my friends, is all about mindset. The mindset of a business owner is much different. The requirement, the logical levels of thinking have to be different than a nine to five job. Correct. Punching the clock. Correct. And then always make time for yourself for the business. If you're constantly working, you have no time to make money. Absolutely. Now, uh, for more information, uh, see episode 22 uh, on entrepreneurship. You can definitely get some more details there on expectations and what it's like, uh, you know, being a business owner, what other people think <laughs> versus what you actually do. And uh, that's it. Go start yeah. that business. And if you're really serious about this, please reach out to any of us. Um, I mean, we're all entrepreneurs. We're all business owners. We're all family men. Uh, and we business definitely coaches. Know. Yeah, business mm -hmm. coaches. So we definitely are here to help um, and definitely take the time. If you're really that strong, this is your call of action this is your divine intervention hey these guys are willing to help i'm listening to their podcast reach out absolutely we're going to go ahead and put uh frank's uh, and for business solutions information in the bio in the bio so be sure to check it out thank you for listening if you have a topic you'd like us to cover we would love to hear from you reach out to us at instagram and facebook at strategic life podcast twitter at strategic life pc our website, strategiclifepodcast.com, or email us at action at strategiclifepodcast.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Neurostrategic Coaching Institute and for business solutions with music provided by Gorilla Tech.